This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And Emily with you until seven tonight. And where else to start but whoa, City versus Spurs this weekend. City's kryptonite. It's Pep's kryptonite. <laughs> Here we go. Not so bad a record at home. Yeah. Away. Dreadful, let's be honest. Pep has been heaping praise on Postacoglu today, saying that he makes football a better place. But do you agree? Spurs hit by injuries right now. Is this the perfect time for City to be playing? And we've got a few Blues on now to have a chat. And we've joined by a Spurs fan as well. We've got David and John the Blues and Chris is a Spurs fan. David, I'll come to you first. Could there be a better time right now for City to be playing Spurs? You wouldn't have thought so on the face of it. Um, they've got, what, Romero suspended, Madison's injured, Benteke's injured, Van der Veen's injured. Uh, but what worries me, they still got Sun on the pitch. And as uh, Pep said, he used to call them the Harry Kane team as a joke or he was taken out of context. And he's made sure not to call Spurs the Sun team. But he has scored, I think it's seven goals against City in the Premier League and there's only Mo Salah and Jamie Vardy have scored more. So, yeah, you'd like to think it's the best. It's a good time to be playing Spurs, but you never know. As you said, Emily, we're, we're very good at home. And I know Pep quipped at the start of the season when they said, oh, you're going to repeat the treble. He said, somebody said, what's your wish for this season? And he said he wants to score a goal at Spurs away. He didn't even say he wanted to win. He just said he wanted to score a goal. Obviously tongue-in-cheek, but, yeah, Spurs, you never know what you're going to get with them. I imagine as well, David, uh, you're just relieved that Pep Guardiola hasn't referred to Son as that Korean guy as what happened in the Wolves game. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that. I missed the Wolves game. Sorry, I was so so the so, time, but, so, uh, so before the uh, before the press conference, he referred to the Wolves league winger. Is it He Chan? His name. He referred to him as that Korean guy, and then that Korean guy <laughs> went and scored. He had the game of his life. So, so now there's a there's a load of Wolves fans at games now. You see him with the back of the shirt. They've just got that Korean guy, which <laughs> I, think, I think is excellent to be honest. Well, it shows Pep's influence, doesn't it? But that Korean guy, if memory serves me, even though. I wasn't at Molyneux, shouldn't have been on the pitch to score the goal. I think he should have had a second yellow after nearly crippling Kyle Walker, shouldn't he? I remember it well. What a dismal day that was, David. John's joining the chat now. John, great start to the season for Spurs under Postacoglu, but three defeats for them on the spin. Do you reckon this is the perfect time for City to be playing him? I think it is. Um, you look at Spurs, they've 
they, they, they've got key players who are not fit, um, also suspended. Romero's out, he's suspended. James Madison has been playing brilliantly for Spurs this season, and he's not fit. I think, you know, last season we, we struggled to beat them. We were 2 0 down at half time. We came back and we won the match. But I think this time City will win. It's going to be a very tough game. Spurs playing very well under Pochettino. He's a, he's a very good manager. He's very underrated. They play very fast in attacking football. But that will suit Manchester City right to the ground. Because City is so quick on the break. They're so so good technically. I just think there'll be too much of a handful for Spurs. It may, it may be a while for City to score their first goal. But after that, I think City will, will go on and win the game quite comfortably. Because what City have got is they've got good they've got good substitutes. They've got a good squad, and Spurs don't seem to have that large squad where they can rely on players to deliver. They haven't got Richarlison, who's going to score two or three goals. Obviously, Sheffield United, he did. But if you take that out, they don't seem to have enough depth in their squad. So when the times are really tough, there's nobody there to dig them out of a hole. So yeah, I think. City have got a great chance of winning that thing they will do on Sunday. Strong words from John there. Let's bring Chris, the Spurs fan, into the chat now. Chris, what do you make of what John said there? Quite a comfortable win he's predicting. Well, it's going to be an interesting game. And I know the, the City fans have mentioned a couple of players that we've got out. We've actually got 11 players out, a whole team, if you like. Romero suspended, injuries, Benton Kerr, Phillips, Saar, Richarlison, Madison, Solomon, Perisic, Van der Ven, Cessnion and Whiteman. Half of those players would actually get into Postacoglu's starting 11 at City if fit and available. So um, it's going to be a very, very difficult game. But what I do love about Postacoglu is he's transformed the feeling um, at the football club. You know, we've had some hard... Uh, a couple of years recently under the likes of Jose Mourinho, Nuno Espirito Santo, Antonio Conte. He's brought that spirit back, the style of football that we're playing. Regardless of having these 11 players out, he will still go to City at the Etihad on Sunday and still want to play exactly the same way, um, even if he had the, the full start 11 out. So I do love his attitude. He's transformed the football club. The mood has been great. I know we're only 13 games in, but... Um, yeah. You know, the, the 10 games when we were sitting top of the Premier League unbeaten, you know, it was great. The last three games have been very difficult, but he still wants to play exactly the same way. So I think he's going to go to the Etihad on Sunday and give City a real go. Um, you know, he wants to go there and win. And I, and I absolutely love the attitude from our manager. Yeah, we're talking about a team just outside the top four, a team who have been stricken with injuries, a team who have won eight games in the Premier League this season. Um, I'm not talking about Tottenham, by the way. I'm talking about Manchester United, which is why it winds me up so much. Honestly, I'm not just saying this for dramatic effect, but the way that fans in the Premier League, the way the whole media has fallen for this Postacoglu loving is winding me right up. Spurs, you'd think that Ange Postacoglu is the second coming of, of Jesus or something, the way that people talk about him. They're on 26 points after 13 games. United, who are apparently the worst team in the league, the way that so many people talk about them, and Eric Ten Hag, they've had so many injuries as well. United have had so many injuries. We're two points behind Spurs. Like, Chris, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I don't like that Ange Postacoglu tries to play great football. I'm not saying that he's a great personality. He's not a great personality. But it's over the in press conferences. The but can everyone just calm down a little bit? Like, Chris, you're not doing that well. 
Gaz, I think you, you must be the only person I've ever spoke to in the last couple of months not to praise what Antipostacoglu has done. Yeah, I know. You know being a... Being a Spurs fan, um, you know, for, for many years, what we've gone through in recent years since Pochettino left, the drab football that we've been playing, we can see the signs. We can see what's going on. Manchester United, I think, are very different. Um, I didn't I didn't think I was going to come on here and talk about Manchester United. Otherwise, I'd have been very well prepared. But from what I've seen at Manchester United, it's up, down, up, down, up, down. Um, with Postacoglu, you can see that the football club is going in one direction and, and in the right direction and in the, and in the direction that we want uh, to see. We've seen entertaining football. I can't say that for Manchester United fans. Yes, you've probably grinded out some results and had some really good VAR decisions go your way. That's absolute, um, that's but... absolute nonsense, Chris. We had a terrible VAR decision go against you lot where we should have definitely had a penalty. Nine times out of ten, VAR gives the penalty. They didn't that day. We had the VAR you... decision go against us at Arsenal that you also had you also had the likes of Bruno Fernandes miss you know a header from a couple of yards out whose fault is that that's Manchester United's fault We, we we won that game we've won a lot of games this season we've done extremely well and it is about the signs it is about going forward and it is about what's going to happen in the future and I believe that um, Spurs will be miles ahead of Manchester United this season. 0800-218-2255. Come and join in the chat on Total Sport tonight. David, the City fan, I'll bring him back in. David, what do you make of what you're listening to here, United and Spurs? Do you think that the praise is over the top for Postacoglu? Because Pep was at it today. He said that Postacoglu makes football a better place. It's, it's all because he says mate a few times in interviews. That's all it is. <laughs> I think Pastor Coglu is actually a breath of fresh air. He's a straight-talking Aussie. He doesn't hide behind cliches. He doesn't talk the proverbial BS. Um, he's, he's great. I, I like the guy. I, I like his attitude. He's trying to get Spurs a, a distinctive style of play, which is attacking and expansive. And as you... You two Spurs fans have said he'll probably come and set his... Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. He's stall out to do exactly the same. I think he's a principled manager. Um, Pep doesn't praise people, you know, lightly. Um, I think he's, got, he's a great guy. And oh, great he, does. he does. He praises, he praises everyone. everyone. He does this right before he batters teams 4-0. He makes out that they're the best team in the world. This is a classic Pep Guardiola move. Maybe so, but I think most people... I mean, I've got no love of Spurs. I mean, you're all twittering on about VAR. Let's not forget Laurenti's handball, which was, wasn't sort of picked up by VAR in the Champions League, which led to Spurs knocking City out. And they eventually went on to the Champions League final. But um, no, he's, a, he's, he's good. He's got a good personality. He tells it the way it is. He doesn't hide behind, um, you know, lots of excuses. They are injury crippled. 
Um, I think he's great. And I, he's, I don't love Spurs by any measure, but Postacoglu is OK. And the only regret I have about Spurs' season is that Harry Kane went to Bayern Munich and he, ne- he was never asked to pronounce his manager's name in, in an interview. <laughs> Absolutely love that. John, I'm going to post a cogly this loving for him. He said today that he will not be compromising on the way that they played on their attacking style coming to the Etihad. We know the way that Pep works. Right, we know the way uh, City uh, play. And if he does that, by the way, he's an idiot. Well, this is the thing. Do you reckon, John, that that will work playing against City at the Etihad? Well, it should work against City because the way City play. Um, and, and as for going for VAR decisions, um, just remember that Wolves should have had a penalty in the last minute against Manchester United at Old Trafford. You're going to go all the way back Absolutely. to the first game of the season, which, by yeah. the way, is the only VAR decision, I think, that has, that, that has gone in Man United's favour where it should have gone the other way. Every, every other decision after that, I genuinely think, has been unfair on United. And United have had yeah, the contradiction. Bad, but because our manager doesn't say mate in interviews and he's all dead pally with his Australian accent because he's, uh, you know, maybe doesn't have the personality of Ange Postacoglu. He doesn't get this loving that everyone else you gets. Got see, and and, fans agree and, 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 and obviously everyone hates United because we ruined everyone's childhood. I get that. And that isn't the case with Spurs. They're just like little Spurs, aren't they? You are doing well. So do people it, like to see them do Spurs, well. just don't they? Yeah, well, that's it. Guys, yeah, let's be honest with you. Eric Ten Hag has no personality. So there you go, end of story. Yeah, Whereas no, no, Guardiola and Pogatoglu do. No, I, I, don't, so, I don't think Guardiola necessarily has a personality. I still think he's the best manager in the world. I don't think it matters how nice someone is in interviews or how charming they are. It's about what they do on the pitch. And just as he got it wrong against Chelsea, Postacoglu, somehow Spurs lost that game and everyone's praising him. It's nonsense. Look at the way they, they lost the Wolves game. They, they'll go to the Etihad and they'll go attacking and everyone will be like, look at him, he's dead Again. brave playing attacking football and they'll get beat 4-0 and uh, th- what they should do is go in and play conservative and try and get a draw. Gaz, you obviously haven't watched so. enough of Tottenham this, this season. You obviously haven't watched enough of Spurs. And I, I, let me just say that it's a typical of a Manchester United fan to, to bring Manchester United into a preview, Manchester City v Spurs. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there, mate. Um, if you didn't, I'm actually, I'm actually born in North London. I actually born a stone, stone's throw from Spurs' ground. Um, but I've been a Manchester City fan all my life. I think Manchester City will play the way if they play as well as they can. Excuse me, then they'll win the game. But Spurs, the way the Spurs play, it should fall straight into City's hands. And I just just think that Spurs at the back, they are defensively quite poor. And I appreciate they've got lots of injuries. And I appreciate they've had suspensions. But every team has that. And you just, it's just a matter of how big your squad is and how well you can work with your players. I think Parker Toglu is, is a really good manager. I think the way the Spurs play is a really is a breath of fresh air. And after what Spurs have been through for the last few years... Fantastic, but just remember what he did over at Celtic, and he somehow will be able to pass it on to over over to Tottenham. If that continues, then Spurs will be in, in the European places come the end of the season. But if if he has a few more injuries and a few more defeats, how does his team react to that? How does he how does he react to adversity? Because he never had much adversity mm-hmm. when he was over at Celtic, because Celtic kept winning everything all the time in in, in the Scottish Premier League. Chris. So it will be. Very interesting. Chris, I'd like to know how you think 
Postacoglu will cope tomorrow. He's going to stick to his guns with his style of football. He's really proud of that. And I kind of, in a way, admire that. But I also think it's a little bit naive coming to the, the champions of Europe, the champions of England, knowing that we just play through teams when they play like that. Mm-hmm. He loves the he loves the fact that people call him naive, and he loves the fact that um, you know people have dissed him in the past because he has proved um, teams uh, fans wrong every single time. He, he, he's been successful everywhere he's gone, hence why he's now managing in you know the Premier League at Tottenham. Um, I think he's done a tremendous job, um, but it's about now some of these fringe players who haven't had much game time and want opportunities. Players like the Celso, Brian Hill, the Celso, um, sorry, Hoybier hasn't had much game time this season. It's about these players now stepping up. But I do love the fact, and I know most Spurs fans love the fact that he is going to be playing exactly the same way with different clientele, and he now expects them to go out there and absolutely deliver. And I love that attitude, and, and, and most Spurs fans do, because, as I said, we've had drab football in recent seasons, and to see this entertaining style, uh, which I think will only get better, and as he said in his press conference earlier, he's only had one transfer window. You know, transfer window after transfer window with Postacoglu in charge, I think that Spurs will be back to you know, playing in the Champions League and, and, and being successful once again. That's what I was going to say. Chris, would, would, would you still be appreciative of the style of play if you finish fifth, sixth? I think that this season it had to be about progression. It had to be about style of football um, for, for Tottenham fans. Uh, of course, the the main uh, a, goal is to get back into Europe because yeah. it's not at all. It's it's about progression. It's about being realistic. It's it's not about small club uh, mentality. It's about um, moving on from where we were last season. We finished eighth. We finished uh, outside of European spots. You know, so it's about being realistic with goals and um, you know moving forward as a football club. You know, perhaps playing in Europe next season. And as I say, you know, let him build his team, let him have some transfer windows, and, and let's move forward as a football club. But I'm delighted with what I've seen so far this season. We're bringing Jason into the chat now. Jason, it's another City fan. Jason, what do you think then? Postacoglu coming to City tomorrow, sticking to his guns, playing his style of football. Are you confident? of a win at the Etihad tomorrow? Well, uh, I think I think in terms of possibly uh, the, the manager of Spurs, uh, you know, you've got to admire him. I think he very much comes from the city. He did come from the city group in Japan and he's very much a disciple of Pat Guardiola and his plan B is just to do the plan A better. And, and culture precedes outcomes. It's not just about what they do at the weekend. He's trying to create a legacy and a format and a template for success for, for future years and for future months. So I do think he will stick to his plans. I think what people say in a, in a press conference is different to what they say behind doors. I'm sure he will adapt a little bit and he, will, he might be a little bit tighter and he might play a little bit deeper than he normally would do and look to hit City on the counter-attack but generally keep his principle of play. So I don't think any good manager uh, reveals his cards in a press conference. I think they're quite discreet. I think there'll be slight tweaks to try and hit City on the break which they've been successful in the past. I think and I think it's it's a, you know, it's a game that City we have to be really really cautious about and be at their very very best to come away with the three points because small things can make big differences and the difference between success and failure against the top teams is very small margin so it'll be an entertaining game it's a game that you'd hope City win but it got to be at their very very best to, to acquire the three points uh, to keep them in the position where they are But Jason it, it does suit Man City doesn't it? for Spurs to come out and play this Ange ball, as they're calling it? 
Yeah, I think, I, I, I think you know. I think if City, if uh, I think if City, uh, if somebody presses them high up the pitch, then what City looks to do is to try to exploit the spaces behind. And I think anybody, I think anybody who gets ten men behind the ball and has five, a five across the back line, it's very hard to break down, no matter where you are, because you're condensing space. It's a little bit uh, the analogy that I give is in basketball, where people play, where people play a high pressing game uh, in relation to people who drop off it's really hard when people drop off and find that space you have to be really spa- you have to be really patient so I think we've seen City at their very very best and they're lethal when people do press high um, and I hope that they, that's what Tottenham do uh, and I hope that City can exploit it but I'm certainly not going into the game just thinking the three points of foregone conclusion I think what Spurs have done in this last uh, three months has been has been a breath of fresh air I think he will continue to develop and grow and improve the team and the biggest thing is that the, the, the spectators at Spurs are now looking forward to watching football from the depressing archaic dinosaur football that they've been watching under Conte and previously Mourinho so the fact that you've got Spurs fans coming on and saying how excited they are I think speaks volumes about the impact he's making at Spurs but hopefully City can come away to three points and uh, exploit the high pressing game that Spurs are most likely to do on yeah. Sunday, yeah, and um, I don't know. With this chat, it just all feels a bit uncomfortable for me. You've it just been feels rolling a bit weird. your eyes. Some of the faces you've been pulling tonight it, have been priceless. It just does me. I think because I think back to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who no matter what tried to play attacking football and did play attacking football at Man United, it didn't work quite often. You know, just like it hasn't done in a lot of games this season for Tottenham Hotspur, certainly in the last three. They called him a PE teacher. They mocked him. They said he was never fit to manage a Premier League team. Man United are two points behind Spurs. The way that people have spoken about Eric Ten Hag this season compared to Ange Postecoglou, for me, the difference is because, like I say, Postecoglou seems like a big personality. Ten Hag isn't that a big personality. I don't mind that. That's not a bad thing. But because I just think he says mate a lot in press conferences, people love it. Do you know what makes me laugh? I had all kinds of questions about who would be playing for no. City, Kovacic, Stones coming back, Diaz's form, Grealish Stocking. I'm sorry, I do feel like I've hijacked the show no. a little bit. I just needed to get that off my chest. We love going off on tangents on Total Sport. And if you want to set the agenda, 0800 218 Right, let's have a look on your roads, shall we? The A627 is partially blocked heading south. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.